0: Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups, and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Think Future. My name is Calibukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation startups, the future. Not necessarily those, and not necessarily in that order. If you're watching on YouTube, smack that subscribe button and hit that bell so you can get notified when a new show comes on. And if you're watching or listening on your favorite podcast service, please subscribe and drop us a note on Apple Podcasts. It would be great if you could comment on the show. I would love a good review that would be great so let's talk about the future let's talk about the far 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 future because I love the far future for some reason I'm a big fan of the far future and post-scarcity societies. things that we love to see big fan of the culture series which is a series set in the far far future we don't even know what year it is foundation set in the far, far future, Dune set in the far, far future, 10,000 years out, 30,000 years out. And the one thing I've noticed that which is very interesting about all science fiction, and this is something that uh, I think is obvious to some people, is that even though, even though we're trying to depict Time frames and locations that are in the far, far future, for some reason, human beings themselves don't haven't seemed to change that much, right? The human beings, the makeup of the human being, the physical makeup of the human being, the physical intelligence of the human being, the actual uh, physical casing of the human being hasn't seemed to have changed that much, right? Human beings seem to be the same as they are today, right? And it really takes prescient science fiction to realize that the human beings of the future are not gonna be the same as the human beings of today. And this is one of the things that Gene Roddenberry was trying to do when he had the next generation, the first season of The Next Generation coming out. Because here's what I'm talking about. You're probably thinking to yourself, is what the hell are you talking about? Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you. So. If you project into the future, if you think about a time 10,000 years into the future, what do you think human beings will be like 10,000 years in the future? Because when I look at something like Foundation, I see human beings of today placed into a futuristic scene. All these human beings look like they could be alive today. All these human beings speak like they could be alive today. All these human beings act like they could be alive today. They have the same issues. They have the same racism. They have the same sexism. They have the same look and feel of a human being of today. And I'm thinking to myself, they've obviously haven't done enough work thinking about what people are actually going to be like 10,000 years in the future. Because if you go 10,000 years in the future, that is what, 500 generations? 500 generations into the future. Do you think we're gonna look like we do today? Absolutely not. There won't be black, white, Asian individuals. We'll all look the same because there'll be so much interbreeding and intermarriage that we're all going to look very similar. All of that stuff will be bred out. And more than likely, we're going to have technology that will also do the same for gender. So we are going to become like a template of a human. And some of us, I'm sure that something like eugenics will end up happening where we can manipulate the DNA of where we're going forward, probably for, for good, good results at first to say, well, maybe we can eliminate all of this, all of these bad things that afflict the human race. Wouldn't it be great if we could, if we could integrate all sorts of things into our genetic pool that eliminate all these diseases that we've been fighting against. Maybe we could eliminate heart disease. Maybe we could eliminate cancer. Maybe we could eliminate all of these things. Maybe we could increase our lifespan to 200, 300, 400, 1,000 years. I think the problem with a lot of future thinking is that we haven't looked at the complete picture of what human beings will be like 10,000 years from now. And a lot of people said, well, you can't really do that because if you think about it, how can you make this accessible to a human being of the 21st century when human beings of the 21st century are the ones watching this or reading this book, right? They're watching foundation right now. And you're trying to depict human beings of 10,000 years in the future you're trying to hu- depict human beings of 10,000 years in the future, they'll be nothing like us. They, We cannot possibly think that we could understand what it's like to be a human being 10,000 years into the future. So almost all of this futuristic thinking that we've created for ourselves, these, these depictions of the future, this far, far future of humankind, basically all we're doing is we're taking human beings of the 21st century and we're plonking them into an imagined future location. These are nowhere near the kinds of people that were going to actually exist in the year 10,000 or even in the year 2,500 where Star Trek is is, uh, positioned or 2,300 or 2,500 or something like that. 300 years from now, human beings will be extremely different. It will be very, very different. But what we're seeing in discovery and all of this futuristic sci-fi we're seeing human beings of the 21st century thrust into surroundings which appear to be what we've envisioned the 2300s of the 2500s of the 10,000s are gonna be like and that's where those things ultimately are failed depictions of the future because we haven't looked at where humanity is going And what will humanity be like in that future? We're just taking people of today and putting them into that future. Now, if we could actually look into that future and depict what happens after 55 generations or 500 generations of humans and how we've changed over these 500 generations, then maybe we'll see a more realistic depiction of the future. And maybe people won't be thinking, because I think that's what happens. I think what happens is a lot of futurists fall into this fall into this trap where they're imagining a new future. But the people that they're imagining in that future are 21st century humans because those are the humans that are around them. We need to imagine a future human to live in that future Space. Once we imagine the future human to live in that future space, then you'll understand that it's not as bad as everyone says it is. Humanity will progress just like everything else progresses. So we'll be better suited for our time. And it's not just 21st century people in a 55th century world or in a 10,000 year world or in a 20,000 year world or in a 35,000 year world. Human beings will progress, they'll get better, they'll change, they'll work to live within these futures. And I think that's where we're going. And I think that's where we have to go. We have to understand that these dystopian visions of the future will probably not be real, will probably never take place. I mean, they might be entertaining for some people. But if you ask me, we're leading people down the wrong path. The future can be bright, and it can only be bright if we make it bright. We have to change humanity to improve humanity, and then our future will be bright. That's it for me for today. See you next time, and until then, don't forget to think future.